Michael Estelle, Jim Dwyer, Carl Elliott, Kelly, for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Persons Paper Podcast. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price, and with me once again and always is my co-host, Brian Sittler. What's up, man? What's up? Not a whole lot of stuff. It's a good week. It's a good week. It's a big week. Big week. Big week of comedy here in Tulsa. Yes. Big week of making the news here in Tulsa. Making the news. Big week of making sure people have health care here in Tulsa. You damn right we are. And big week <laughs> of hanging out, watching Netflix, watching The Office yes, on specifically. DVD, on YouTube, wherever you happen to be taking it in. Because Netflix is not paying me, so I'm not going to say that's the only way. No, no. I was just, th- there's many ways. But however you do it, you were just thinking about talking about picking up the DVDs. I was, the complete series. Yeah, and because... I asked him whether or not they still sold DVDs. And uh, we're not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you that Maybe. for sure. I, I haven't been to a Best Buy since 2009, so I can't Are, tell you for sure. Best Buy still exists? They still, they're still, there's still a building with a sign. It says Best Buy. That's all Buy. I know for sure. They're also not paying us. But we, so. <laughs> we can't either confirm nor deny, deny yeah. that those exist. Yeah. They may exist, but they may not have things called DVDs in them anymore. Because I know they don't have anything called like a CD in them anymore. No CDs. No. No. Now they just sell you a coupon to get iTunes. <laughs> so just seriously, go go to this website, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't mess around. But somebody, them, anybody, Amazon. Amazon has everything, as we all know. Yeah, of course. And yeah. Uh, I think they still sell CDs. They still CD. Uh, they still sell CDs. They have one warehouse. It's um, located mm. in 2004, yeah, and it still sells DVDs. <laughs> yeah, like, and I may buy one of those DVDs. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Well, nine of them, really. Not, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, no, because each season is multiple DVDs. Oh, if you went Blu-ray, they would be single disc seasons. I bet because that's got that big storage capacity. So it's really like 18. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah at I'm, least I'm, at least 18, maybe I'm, more. I'm maybe still th- 27. Maybe, yeah, with extra, extra. And extras. And that's scenes. why you want to buy it, is for the deleted yeah. scenes, for the, the outtakes. Commentary. The the interview with Greg Daniels, executive producer. Yes. If any one of our listeners could, uh, I don't know, maybe comment, yeah. tell me, if it, is it worth it? Were Set- you were you satisfied? Yeah, let us know if you've watched the DVDs and check it out. Send us an email at p4podcast at gmail.com. That is not a real email address. But you can pretend it is. Please do. So Please do. Write us on Facebook. Yeah, write us. Yeah, we, we'd appreciate it. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm not sure how you made it this long, but we are going episode by episode chronologically through the NBC sitcom The Office, dissecting each episode, talking about Jim and Pam far more than the show's creators probably ever expected anyone to do. Maybe. I don't know. Do it's... you think they knew when they started what they would unleash? I think they had hopes and dreams. I mean, obviously, my computer is getting targeted by ad bots because I'm I on Facebook. <laughs> I see the feeds where they're advertising office T-shirts, office mugs. You know, your life is office, office, office. They know office, that office. I'm looking for that sort of stuff. Jeez, they're, they're just stalking. But you. there's that much product. There's there's a podcast. There's, there's a, probably another. There's there's probably multiple. There's trivia nights, best. as we know, as you, you came in second place. I came at. in second. If anybody didn't know about that, we I, should find we, that we, first place team and have them on the show. I would like that. Huh. One of the gentlemen who was on that first place team apparently yeah. won the first was on the first place team the first time they did that thing. Man, we the really should have just, him on. He's a guru. Where's their podcast? I don't know. You think they'd be putting in the hours? You would think. Huh. Slackers. But anyway, this week we are at episode 14 of season 2, 14. The Carpet. 
Carpet Diem. Carpete Diem. Carpete Diem. None of that makes any sense. No, but why do we... We don't have to make sense. Here's the question. Let's just start with this. Have you ever found yourself pooping somewhere unexpected? I'm not too proud to say I have. You have. I'm sure I have, too. I don't know if it was quite... On as on purpose, it wasn't on purpose. No, <laughs> most of us. If we're, okay, it wasn't on purpose at all. If I will we're say doing that. that somewhere unexpected, it's not on purpose. It was. This is an emergency. Yes. But a couple of things occurred to me. Yes. Todd Packer has to have a key to the office. Yes. If Michael locks his office, he has to have a key to that office. Yes. He went in on his off time when the office was closed. <laughs> Yeah. And went in to do this. This was not an accident. Uh, he didn't happen to be there and have to go. You don't think he went into Michael's office for some other reason, maybe? And then and while he said, was there. Oh. oh. You know, had a, stri- a stroke of genius, stroke of, stru- like, like a, you know, a bolt of lightning just was like, oh. So there could have even been something else going on. <clears throat> I think there was something else going on. But I do Ooh. think, I do think that, um, I have a feeling that he was the, he was the one who also took a dump in Ed Truck's office. Oh. You know what? I didn't think about that. That he was working there too. Somebody, somebody did it to Ed Truck. Yeah, of course. Um, who knows? But yeah. you know, I, I I just don't think that that's is that a, is that a common prankster thing for all you assholes out there? Yeah, you like to take dumps in your boss's office and just leave your DNA behind like that. That I don't just know. seems like a weird choice of how to do things. I'm way too paranoid to do something like that. Like they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they would get like special crimes investigative units out there and say like, okay, we're gonna find this person. This monster. Yeah. But yes, you're right. He had access and the means to do it. This was a plan. <laughs> I think this was a planned out thing. I, I do. think you're right. I, I don't do. think I this think was Will. I don't think this was willing. Just Millie. like when he probably did it to Ed Truck. Probably Ed Truck, of course, like... played by the late Ken Howard. God, rest in peace, Ken. Of uh, also 30 Rock fame. You gave us a lot while you were here. He was a great actor. I, uh, I absolutely enjoyed him. Great comedic actor and great yeah. because he played both the straight man in this, this episode. He does. Definitely played a serious character. Yes. It's un- unleashed in Michael's ridiculous world. Yes. He, he coloring Michael's ridiculousness. Yeah. Just that much more because it's because of him we get to see we get a peek back into Michael's uh past. Oh and and past haircuts. His mulleted past. Oh man. And his fanny packed past. <laughs> yeah, Michael definitely picked up on trends. A little late, maybe. He was late. 93 was late. Late okay? for a, both a mullet and a fanny You're pack. You're talking to a couple guys who were in who know when fanny packs were I do. We're 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 in twenty seventeen. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> oh wait, you're right. They've had a they did have a brief renaissance. They did have a renaissance. They you did. know, one of the most unlikely things to have a renaissance, I would say. Damn Abba. Downright. Oh shot. no fanny packs. Fanny packs. Yeah. <laughs> Abba has some merit to it. Fanny packs That's on the other true. hand. I I I I Abba I'm... and Ken Howard both make an appearance on Thirty Rock. Which is fun, and and because I'm a bad person and really don't watch Thirty Rock ever, I can't. You're gonna have to explain to me how great Ken Howard was. Oh well, he, he t- he's the Rock. the boss of Cable Town, which buys NBC in later seasons of the show. Really, somebody buys be- NBC. He becomes the new boss over Jack Donaghy, and he's a totally different character. He's very silly and and lovey dovey, like he loves hugs and that, oh man, stuff you're like right. He's, he's a weird. It's a total shift from when I first. Um, I was rewatching The Office, probably my second or third or fourth time through. Yeah. And I remember realizing that it was the same actor. I, did, I hadn't noticed it at first uh-huh. because of how different they are. Because of Ed Truck being sort of a solemn, almost grumpy character. Oh, yeah. And, and Hank Grumpf. Cooper being silly and, and, and fun-loving. 
wide range, this guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Good for me. Now, now, that, now you're making me want to watch that. Yeah. And I can't because The Office isn't on Netflix anymore. Or no, sorry. Uh, 30 Rock. 30 Rock is not on Netflix anymore. Gotta Office will always be on Netflix. Got to get you some Hulu. I know. Got to get me some Hulu. Hulu. You also some- does not pay me, but because of 30 Rock, I will happily endorse them. <laughs> you're welcome. Hulu. Yeah. We got you, Hulu. Yes. We fam. Yeah. We <laughs> We fam now. Is that we, a thing? Can we say that? We fam now? It is now. That's a thing. I uh, made it a thing. Street we, Kid's going to be saying it next. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're gonna, Street Kid's like 1880s new, newsies. We're going to provide the youth culture with new yeah. uh, thing, cool things to say because that's what we do here at the Quad, the quad P. We have talked at length about this episode and said so little about the basic plot, of course. Well, a crap in the office. A crap in the office. Found in the first few minutes after the cold open. In the, after the cold open and um, which... Awesome cold open, oh, by yeah. the way. I, I can clearly remember the first time I saw this cold open and losing my... Sh- I You know, uh, coincidentally, I lost my shit, too. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> what a simple setup, just building off the idea of Pam not being there, which yes. is playing in the, the arcing storyline of what's happening. Such a human thing for Jim to do, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? What, that's what we do, you know? He's just, he's just used to... Having that, having that vision there. That the routines Pam. that get us through stuff, you know, whether That's or not right. like getting up to go get a snack in the break room or right. or using the bathroom at the same time every day, you know, right. these are things that happen in office settings. So for Jim to be glancing up at Ryan at reception makes sense. It, it's very, it's very jarring for him, yeah. and you can tell, and that's why he's so excited. Well, one of them, he's when many, she gets back. many reasons he's so excited when he's talking about her getting back tomorrow, even though, even though in the same. Uh, talking head, he's talking about her upcoming wedding. Yeah, in June. Well, well, which, nice. And the way that he's sort of like tasked to give an update to what she's up to, like yes. he understands that there's there, and he and he says, "Well, that's that or whatever." Like yeah, he, that's he, that. He is definitely feeling the effect of how his interest in Pam got brought into this show that they're recording. That's right. It know? is, which and is cool. It is cool, and we're post booze cruise, post the secret. So, um, there is. Throughout this episode, where it's one thing I noticed when Pam and Roy and Daryl are all having lunch and Jim kind of scoots away, he, he doesn't feel comfortable going over to be a part of that. Oh, I kind of remembered, well, oh, yeah, this is after the um, secret kind of definitely got yeah. around. So maybe he wasn't all in on that. And he hasn't had that conversation with Roy yet, has he? He hasn't had the conversation with Roy. I think that's probably the next episode. It is because yeah. they're all in the warehouse, boys, with boys and, girls. and girls. Yeah, <clears throat> and he, so yeah, he's definitely um, wary, but he doesn't know quite all of his world has been turned upside down. Yeah, and then the first when he first arrives in the office, he has to deal with number one the stank inside Michael's. Yeah, uh, this office. is this is a distraction to that running plot line the same way the injury was. Yes. You know, because this sidesteps it. There's buildup. We see the interaction. We see his excitement when she gets back. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the resolution. Oh, oh, and the whole episode, um, when he gets moved to the the, the annex and he's Mm -hmm. got his desk near Kelly, he keeps trying to have reasons to interact with Pam or go talk to her. Yeah. But because Roy's Mm -hmm. in the office all day, Jim is constantly thwarted. Constantly. And it's really maybe one of the only times we see Pam and Roy really getting along. Um, yeah, because it's like we see them spending time together. We see them spending time together, and they and that was explained to me through Wikipedia, which is the greatest thing of all time, as Michael would say. That um, the reason Jenna Fisher said the reason was because they had gotten back. They had had a. They actually had had a good time in the Poconos. 
Whereas, yeah. whereas usually we see them, there's some kind of conflict. There's some some kind of problem between the two. That's true, and and yeah. and, and and couples experience that where oh, the, the routine life is getting boring, but certainly. you get a chance to break away and you sort of remember the things that you like about each other. And, yeah. and it is nice, and it's realistic for the writers to remind us that Pam and Roy didn't end up together just because of plot device. No. In the universe, mm-hmm. they had to have connected. They had to have become a couple. Certainly. Roy's a nice guy. I we learn later he's a beautiful pianist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you know, with a little work, Roy cleans up just fine. You know, he uh, he does. It's, so. it, it, it's, I, I still don't like that episode when we get to it. Um, it's a little bit over the top. It is over the top, and it's it feels... We're not talking about that episode, but it, it just felt wrong to me. Really? I, it felt unnecessary. Well, no, you know, it felt wrong, but it was necessary because that's the that's the point when the Jim and Pam dyad was really in heading toward crisis mode. That's true, and and they were having problems. And they so, were having problems, and yeah. that was sort of one of those one of those things that just comes back around in life sometimes, where you reconnect with somebody. Well, reconnect, quote unquote, with somebody in a way that you don't quite expect. Yeah. And we thought, oh, well. Every, Jim and Pam happily ever after, and Roy's just gonna go off and get fat and yeah, be miserable and, and lose, you know. But yeah. and that's the thing. But he and that's and that's very real. Like you know, he could be going on to live his best life. You know, could be. Not that Pam held him back. Not that their, they, no. but their relationship clearly wasn't what was meant to be. No, you know, and that's exactly. that's something that that like a lot of couples have trouble with is is they being do. able to understand that just because you're great and they're great or whatever doesn't mean it'll work. No. You know? No, life doesn't work like that. Yeah, so, but, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes Dang. it does. Yeah, so. sometimes it does. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out and someone takes a dump in your office. Exactly. And, of course, <laughs> at the office, that's the that unleashes that the... Michael on the workers. Yes, it does. And and, unnecess- and unnecessarily, obviously. Yeah. But because he's lashing out at all the people who did, who, who, they have every reason in the world I mean, maybe taking a dump is taking it far too, you know, obviously that's taking it way too far for anything. That's just disgusting. Sure, right. Um, but they have every reason in the world to do something to make him feel like shit. Oh. Or something to fuck up his day. He's definitely earned their he ire. He has earned that. Yeah. But none of them actually have done. The only one who did it was the one who just... The one he thinks is a friend above all. Yeah, shits on him all the time, period. Exactly. <laughs> now, figuratively and now literally. Well, and I love how they pace throughout the episode. They show the talking heads with different members of the office saying, like, what they're responding to. And oh, yeah. Some of them are so good. Like, Oscars, so good. I understand. You know? <laughs> yes, and him and Ryan's kind of mirror each other. And yeah. It's, I, I love the back-to-back with Jim and, and Ryan um, mm-hmm. both denying it. Because yeah. <laughs> if anybody who, anybody who has the most excuse, I think, other than probably Pam, mm-hmm. uh, it's Ryan for everything we've seen him endure Oh, I last know. Yeah. Season and a half so far, and just his laughing about it, and and then, and then him recognizing, oh, maybe somebody's going to see this someday. Um, it wasn't me, you know. And, yeah. And and Oscar does the same kind of thing too. Like, and I, it was, but it was wrong. Yeah. But, but it was it, wrong. But it was wrong. But yeah, yeah I understand it. Mm-hmm. We all understand it. Yeah. Because you get to see, and and that's kind of the the good thing that this episode does show is. We get a we get a glimpse into the past. We get a lot of glimpses into the past, but we get to see what Michael was kind of was like when he was just a lowly salesman, uh-huh. and yeah. the things he would do to terrorize the office. Exactly, you can almost see where they probably didn't want to lose his sales ability and the, the skills he brought there. But they were like, put him in his own office away from everybody. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, you just figured it out. They wanted to neutralize him. 
And and, and in mind, he gets worse over the course of the episode. He gets more and more bored. More and more bored. Yes, yes. And he realizes that maybe this really wasn't. Um, oh, that too. Yeah, he, that realization yeah. that this isn't a playful thing. This is not a playful thing. And you know, he has. To, and then there's there's little annoyances like you know somebody calling a radio station over and over again. Oh, that <laughs> moment though. <laughs> the way the Dwight moments. tries to hide the last call. <laughs> And Michael's just frustrated head shake at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't take it. He's really perfected that now. It's yeah. totally, he's just got it down. And, and, and his little, just, he's burning holes into Dwight with his eyes. I was uh-huh. That was a wonderfully acted scene. Yeah. I think everyone can agree on that. That uh, stare. Classic. And the stare at Ryan in the cold Stone. open. He's, oh, God. Michael and his these, stares. He's got these great silent oh, God, moments. does. Oh, yeah. And he, it made me wonder... God, that just, I laughed so hard the first time I saw that. I, I, could, I mean, it, it's just, you explain that on paper to somebody, mm-hmm. and it just sounds like the most asinine, creepy thing in the world, and it just works so well on screen. Well, <laughs> and it made me wonder, like, what? he's like this close from just switching Ryan and Pam, so he can just look at Ryan oh, all day. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, and Dwight, uh, you know, hiding that. But then uh, earlier in the, the show, when he's trying to be such a suck-up to Michael. Oh, yeah. And Michael's Mirroring. like, oh, the old bullpen. Ah, the old bullpen. <laughs> yeah, they both put up their feet. Yeah, the feet. And then what does he say? Don't hate me because of my office. Yeah. He says, I don't. You know? <laughs> okay. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're like, okay. Yeah. That kind of, I kind of, I was like, wait, why is he Why is he saying that? Yeah. Don't hate well, what? Yeah. I mean, like, the because you, of my, because you have it all, like, because yeah, you're yeah. the man. But like, that's his thing. Yeah. He, he really equates that, you know, and, and I mean, who, who hasn't seen uh, advancement in your job or something is a good thing. You want that. that that's great. Yeah. But the, the way They're, he truly sees it is like this end all be all. He made manager and it is just the good life. It's a good life. From here on out. But the pressures. Are oh. just insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, in the mid in the mid paper mid market paper company in Scranton, the pressures are beyond anything that you can imagine. I think we. All, I think <laughs> it's so funny. It is funny, and that was the funny part about Dwight was extra kiss ass. Yeah. most of this episode, but I do love the one the one moment we were talking about the one hundred and seven radio station. He does have his own little moment of rebellion. And trying to, you know, he wants that box set. Uh huh. Screw exactly. Michael for, <laughs> yeah, for trying to con- get in on that. You know, back when people wanted to have physical box sets mm-hmm. of music. Back to our uh, talking of uh, <clears throat> formats. Yeah, right. Oh, still wanted it. <laughs> still yeah. wanted. I'm sure it was awesome. Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we'll give you guys a chance to hear about some other great things that you can pick up as we uh, take a break. Yeah. They are great. They are great. And uh, mm-hmm. let you guys hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Two Planet Productions is a team compromised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years combined experience in the industry. Besides working with the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 918-280-8528. 
And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That is a $500 value for free. That free session could be engagements, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever. Jim. Poor yeah. Jim. Yeah, Jim, Jim is in hell. Th not, this is sort of hell day for Jim. I mean, not only does he lose the chance to chat with Pam by getting kicked out to the annex, but yeah. his new best friend. Yes. His new compatriot. His, his new loquacious Completely friend. stepping into what she yes. will be. Now she, now she is fully formed. She's a fully formed loquacious butterfly. She probably was to some extent last episode yeah. when she had that moment of realization. Yeah. She already was. She's she been already, hinting for a while. She already was, but now we really get it. She gets, gets that much more... Uh, that many more lines in this, and yeah. character development, because now we get to see her real feelings for Ryan. Exactly. It's like she's almost seen him for the first time. Yeah. Like, really seen him. But Kelly shines. Mindy Kaling, of course, yes. who, who is easily one of my favorite actors from the show. Oh, of course. And I mean, of everything course. she's done since. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Mindy, the Mindy show, Mindy Project. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen a little bit. I like yeah. what I saw. Glad it went well for her for yeah. a couple of years. I think it's done now. Is it done now? It might be. If it might, if it's still going, I'm so sorry. Please tune in whether you've seen one episode or a hundred. Yes. Uh, if you have opinions about the show, we'd love to hear them. P4podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> that is not a real email address. We repeat. But not. you know, if it's if it's um if it's therapeutic for you to write that kind of stuff write down, us, let's, yeah. you tell us how you feel. We do want to hear from you because I never watched that show once. No, so I ain't gonna say. Did nothing. you not? Oh, okay. no, it's I good. Never it did. is good. No, is it's it good? good. I know it's I'm, on Hulu, so you can check it out there too. She's a very talented writer and, and performer, so I, yeah. I I I can I can imagine that it was very good. I'm excited to see Wrinkle in Time. I'm hoping to see that soon. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so the that fantasy. Uh, yeah, the new one. It's got her and Oprah, Oprah. and uh, what's his name from Star Trek. Uh, I can't. Oh. His name escapes me. Wonder Woman, of course. He was in that too. Oh. He's good. I've seen. I've seen both those movies, and I don't even know. Nice fella. Good looking. I, good. Yeah. They. They. They've done well. You know who casting. else is good looking? Yeah. Ryan Howard. Ryan. Ryan Howard, yeah. comma Ryan. Howard, comma Ryan. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> we 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 get a uh, almost middle maybe middle school is too high elementary school type. Uh, back and forth between and the or way, triad between Jim and Ryan and Kelly and Jim's friendliness is so taken advantage oh of. Oh my God! And that's kind of you know this is not the first time. This is not the last time. It's, it is the first. Well, maybe it's the first time. It's definitely not the last time that Ryan will take advantage of that. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, you know, many times. But I love it when when Kelly asks Jim to to find out if Ryan likes her. Please, please. And and he does it just as a friend. He doesn't realize he's getting in anything. You can almost see him doing the okay one time and I'm done. Right. And then when Ryan says, you know, well, what is she looking for? A, what's she looking for? What's she looking for? And he, and Jim goes, I don't know. She mm -hmm. goes, Well, can you find out for me? And that look on Jim's face when he realizes he has now been sucked into this thing. Yes. It's Get so funny. Get me the hell out of here yeah. now. And his looks to the camera while Kelly's going off on just the things that she likes. Oh, pink, yeah. Pink, the color. Pink, the person. Yeah, awesome. Snow cones. Anything that's awesome. Anything that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we learn about her closet engineering concerns. Yes, you know? yes. And Which the, is a good question. I've lived in places where the closet does not properly hold clothes on hangers. That would be annoying. So you have to be like, where? what went wrong here? I, yeah. Did you end up doing the same thing she did, like with the, with the piles on the floor? No, I just left the door open. You did? The closet oh, okay. door open. <laughs> and that's all you can, you can do. You if know? only you were there to tell her. I should have told her. You you know. Know. Well, you know, and Jim, you know, I think Jim, was probably pretty checked out by that point so he probably wasn't even 
uh, in in the race in the right frame of mind to give her advice. Uh, but I do admit, I I know a lot of guys and girls who both do the pile on the floor. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Sure, it's a very real. It thing. is a very real. Kelly thing. is not alone. She is not alone. She just talks about it way too much. Yeah, <laughs> as kind of uh, and you know, poor Toby. The one thing he, you know, he doesn't do a lot right, but the one thing he did do right was complain about an allergy that doesn't exist. Yeah, right. The allergy really is her talking. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> and, the and the way that's structured that you just so realize what's happening was just neat camera work. There. Yes, it, yes, it was. And it was a very natural move in later episodes to, once Ryan has to go back to the annex, for Toby's life to become that much more of a living hell. Like, basically, every day that Jim, every day for Toby is like what Jim is experiencing today. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Another fun moment between the Ryan and Jim conversation, and, and this is the second time where Ryan censors himself oh, totally. in the episode, is when yes. she, Jim asks him, do you like Kelly? And she goes, well, you know, if you like someone with a little bit of junk in the... And then glances at the camera. I love it. He just realizes... And, 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 you know, junk in the trunk is one of the things, yeah, you know, he's calling her a little chubby or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. also sort of a cute way to say it. It's you a know? cute way to to say it, but so. it's definitely it could definitely be interpreted by many people as not a very nice thing to say as well. But so he definitely recognizes he recognizes that. it, and I love that's another thing that I think I notice it more now that we're sort of sort of reviewing these episodes and analyzing is the looks to the camera. Oh yeah, and the changes in actual you know people. This is something we talked about endlessly in my in film school about documentaries and why they're not necessarily what you think they are. Yeah, because. There is a camera in the room. Yeah. And are they really, would they really be that way if the camera wasn't there? How, yeah. how would this have all gone down if nobody knew cameras were there? And that's, and that's always been the question, not only of um, documentary situations, but of any time you're studying something. The yeah. idea that the effect of studying it could impact its natural order. True. I know scientists, when they would explore cultures right. that didn't have a lot of contact with outside cultures, right. they'd right. worry about how they would yeah. impact the people in that village yes. or whatever. So. The authenticity <laughs> was lost. Yeah. You so know, the it, 100%. That's a tough situation, but at the same time, in the, in, the, in the search for knowledge, that's sort of a risk you have to take. It is, because you learn more, because I think you would see more than you would otherwise. Well, you learn something, otherwise yeah. you wouldn't know anything about it and just remain ignorant. Exactly. The rest so. of your life. So you can have your, and you're going to have your own preconceived notion anyway. So, oh yeah, yeah. As, we talked. Everyone does. We talked ad nauseum about that stuff. It got. It was a big headache. I, and, oh, I uh, bet. But, but that's the kind of thing you got to think about when you're, you know, uh, talking about um, uh, film or anything where where yeah. you're you're dealing with that. Yeah, it's true. And <laughs> I think one one of the endearing qualities of Kelly is that she sort of isn't. She's definitely not as self aware as the others are about certain things that she does say because the one line. I, Oh. Never, I do never forget when he when Jim does go back to her and mm-hmm. he's like she's like oh you know like we want to be together and you know have babies be with each other all the time and yeah. she's like but don't tell him that okay yeah and don't tell like she's fine looking like tell him I'm down for whatever not like I'm a slut but, but who knows who knows yeah <laughs> she's definitely trying to make sure that she covers all her bases she just wants this boy now now whatever it takes yeah whatever it takes and she's gonna get him. Oh, yeah. I mean, that'll Believe come to the head not. on the most romantic of days ever. <laughs> oh, so lovely. So. What are they? So she was he. I asked her out on February 13th. 13th. <laughs> hooked up, man. You know, uh, oh, we've. Yeah. Um, this show, and, and I'll plug it again. It's just desserts. I'll plug it again, too. 30 Rock has another great couple of Valentine's Day episodes. Do they? That's another great one. Oh. Uh, worth checking out. Oh, I do love the upcoming Valentine's. Uh, can't wait for the hookup of Ryan and Kelly. Yeah. But, and speak, <laughs> speaking of couples on the show, we don't get a lot of Dwight and Angela, but we get a great. 
great mm, moment awesome during the moment. raid on accounting. The raid, the send up the accounting, and uh, the way that they're they're, they're trash yeah. in accounting. Michael trash. and Dwight. Michael Michael's Mike. roped Dwight into his boredom he's, at that point. Oh, and and he's all too eager to go with them. Oh and yeah. I, I love and before we get to the moment, I love how he says, "Follow my lead." Yeah. You didn't have to tell him to follow your lead, Michael, because yeah. that's all he's done so far for this episode and most of the... <laughs> yeah, that, that literally the guy will do whatever you want. You know? So that was a nice little piece of funny irony. But yes, when Dwight is... He's gleefully throwing things about. Uh, gets Mike, Oscar. They get Kevin. Get Kevin. I don't know if they do get Kevin, but it looks like they That's probably do. That's where Michael do. gets all the shelves behind All the shelves he yeah, throws them that's down. That's true. Yes. They and, knock the papers off Oscar's desk, and yep. then Dwight grabs a single pencil, <laughs> and still the look Angela gives him that don't. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and just the way he kind of throws it, too. A little limp-wristed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he kind of prances out of there. Most, yeah. <laughs> and then they're doing the whole... I love uh, just... Yeah, and then they're mimics the other trying to, uh, or, or Dwight even like mimics the little dance moves Michael puts uh-huh, on yeah. in the most horrible, hilarious way. It's just so goofy. So and, goofy. And Michael, Michael is rewarded when people follow him, and Dwight is rewarded when he feels like he's following something. So there's this moment oh, where they're, yeah. they're so perfectly entwined as that. You could see yeah. where if they'd been salesmen coming up together, yeah. Dwight just imagines this would be, they'd be the best of friends. Oh, symbi- yeah, symbiotic, uh, well, you know, Butch Cassidy. And uh, exactly, Butch, Butch, and, Butch and Sundance. Butch or, and Sundance. Or, or, or is it uh, Butch and Mozart? Bu- Mozart, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mozart's friend. Butch and Mozart's friend. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's symbiotic relationship. Yeah, and that's going to continue, as we all know. Um, yeah, but... And we you, do see a little bit of yeah. Michael as a salesman. We do, and and it's it's kind of a nice glimpse into what used to be. Yeah, and it's it's kind of um, but then you realize like no, even he realizes at the end like no, I, I'm a <laughs> no. I love how he challenges the uh, the office. That's one of the definitely mm-hmm. the funniest moments in this show. That um, you know how he's gonna. First you off, he, it's a hundred bucks, but he's bucks. only got what, no, like eighty six bucks or whatever. He's going to put a crisp hundred dollar bill up there, number yeah. one. Yeah, but no. Which, which wait, here's my thing. Do you do you have any cash in your wallet? No. Okay. Did you have any cash in your wallet the other day? Uh, yeah. Did you have a crisp hundred dollar bill? Oh, of course. Besides <laughs> the last time your grandmother sent you a birthday money, have you ever had a crisp hundred dollar bill for longer than you took to break it? <laughs> uh, n- n- or deposit it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was thinking, yeah, you know, another month or two ago, I did, but it was only to deposit it. Yeah. So I could pay, so I could use it to pay off something else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the only reason, though, ever. But you know, Michael. He thinks he's rolling in it, but but no. Instead, eighty three dollars. Eighty three dollars, still a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> still, yeah. And he's gonna put it right on the the the, the, right. the award or whatever the hanging reward. up on the wall. Right, you know, until, just so everybody can see it until somebody goes. Daryl walks there. by. Who, oh yeah. This idea that Michael he loves Daryl, he looks up to Daryl, he trusts Daryl until it's just that Michael's sort of inherent racism kicks in. It's that old. He's old school. He's yeah. You just, know, you can't. And and I, I gotta wonder too because I mean Michael of course does have these inherent racist tropes that he sort yes. of still believes in the stereotypes. He believes in the stereotypes. He believes anything that he's seen on TV. Yeah. Or or read about, and that's the thing. I was like, wow, how is that? That is so offensive. And I wonder, is it? But but he also, I I, I think like he also has questions about 
the the trustworthiness of black people. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that he clearly yeah. sees there. But I wonder, does he also have a question about the trustworthiness of a blue collar worker? Exactly. There you go. You're yeah. going right where I thought. It's I, not even just. It's not even. It's a double double edged yeah. sword. Because Stanley's in the office, of course. You know, he probably wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't put that past Stanley. He wouldn't put that. If Stanley walked by there at that moment. He it probably wouldn't do that. But I think you're right. I think it's more the fact that. I think it's blue collar almost. Blue co- he, I think blue collar is like street. Yes, street. You know. And somebody, you know, he doesn't have as much money as me. Yeah, which is hilarious. You know, as we all know, later on we find out he's barely making that much more, a little oh, bit course, more when, than Daryl is. Right. When Daryl asks for a reasonable raise, <laughs> exactly. he's going to beat Michael's salary. Exactly. Which that's money, isn't it? In that a, is money for one of the absolute best ser- episodes oh, of the show. It's an all star. Yeah, it's an all star all star episode. And with, with some of the best camera work in the show, in my opinion, there's some shots in that episode that I just think are some of the most beautiful shots in the show. Yeah, it's, well, uh, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. But you're right. Now, now that we now that we've kind of talked about that. Meanwhile, stinky carpet. Stinky carpet. <laughs> yeah, and he he totally bags on um, after after Michael makes his sale and he's all dancing around the uh-huh. office like, uh, like which a schmuck oh, that he is after promising to bring them forty boxes in a Sebring. In a Sebring, you which, know, those are mini boxes. I'm assuming. <laughs> which I, I'd always picked up on the, the braggadocio of it. Yes. The fact that the, the 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 personal touch, which is a good salesman thing, sure, and something Michael always tried to do is really make it personal. Sure, I never picked up on the simple logic of that. That's not possible <laughs> <laughs> until you yes. said it today. Yes. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that either. Yeah, but that's just an issue of space. It's so. an issue. It's a severe unless. Unless they, unless there's a new measurement of reams, yeah, exactly. Or, or maybe he's done <laughs> it before, and we just don't know how spacious the Dodge Sebring is. Has he got like some? Maybe, yeah. You know what? Maybe he's got something like one of those little, little one of those like big rigs on the top rack no, on he's there. Got a convertible. It's a convertible. That's yeah. true. You don't you don't put a top rack there's on the convertible. That's nothing. ridiculous. This is nonsense. If if you're one of the members listening right now, who's who's a good uh, a member of the Dodge team, yeah, do we have a Sebring owner? Send listening? us an email at yeah. p4podcast@gmail.com. That is not a real email address, and we will happily uh, share with our viewers whether or not you think forty boxes could fit. In a Sebring. Maybe your Sebring. I will not mes- mention the email again. I no. <laughs> it's a lot this episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's at least, that's at least four times. At least way too many. They might be like, oh, God, he's going to say it again. But no. this is a big, <laughs> it's a big episode. It's an important episode. Michael, of course, is hurt by what he calls a hate crime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they should have just called this episode hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> but as Clearly, Stanley that's was, what it was. But Stanley was clear. That is not what a hate crime is. <laughs> but he did, But Michael hated it, though. <laughs> So doesn't that count? That's the I that's the I burned my foot of this episode. It is. The, you're right. Well, well, I hated it. Yeah, you're right. That's thank you. That's what I was trying to remember. That's where they kind of this sort of uh, halfway through. Uh, so halfway through that episode, it became a, it became a, a, a disabled. Yeah. Halfway through this episode, it becomes a hate crime. Yeah. Actually, it becomes terrorism. Well, yeah, we see him break <laughs> down. There's a ton of talking heads with him this episode. There really is. And you really see him between that and the goofiness and inside the office as he tries yeah. to find stuff to do with his time. You mm-hmm. see him breaking down he's in various bre- yes, ways. Yes, he's breaking down, descending into utter just contempt yeah. for the rest of the office. Yeah. And, and <laughs> when, when obviously they're not the ones who deserve it, but... yeah. Oh, at the same time, you do get, you do see Oscar and Creed just sitting there looking at him, you're like, "Did you do it?" Yeah. Oh, oh, oh they don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> that was you. Well, and, and we see it too. It's really verbalized in the meeting with 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 Ed Truck outside. No, love where that meeting. You see, this whole thing has been about the breakdown of Michael recognizing yeah. that his idea of his 
workmates as his family yeah. may not be real. May not be real. It may not be the best idea. Yeah. I kind of got to, I think, I got to go with Ed a little bit. Well, you know, why can't you? To a degree, at least. This is just my own personal philosophy. Yeah. Why can't your workers be your workers, your friends be your friends, your family be your family? Yeah. Um, and you can see Michael doesn't get it. And that's the old school. Michael doesn't get it. These days, us normal folk, maybe you know, uh, in the world of in the world of social media, um, well, everything runs together. Now there. everything kind of runs does run together, and the worlds are colliding daily, hourly. Yeah, and it's just uh, that's and so Michael would have been a big fan of the Facebook. We know that. Oh, much. of course, because yeah. <laughs> he would have been, had as many friends as he could. Yeah. digitally, we know that much. Oh, that's a and that's a good point. And he really and I mean you know and I mean if we want to get more serious, well, of course mm. we, neither of us have any kind of psychological education. No, so we don't really understand what kind of real world conditions and and, and ways of thinking may be exemplified by Michael. Yeah. But- but obviously, the internet for people who are a little non-traditional, traditional yeah. with socializing, find a home there. They do. Yes, they 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 can socialize without having to socialize. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and I remember even coming up in the age of live journal and MySpace that mm-hmm. that having that outlet as someone who was sometimes introverted, it was very useful. You know? Certainly, certainly, a good way to make connections with people, find follow interests. You yeah. know. So yeah. So who knows if this had been written ten years later, we might have seen different avenues of Michael. Oh, certainly. Because we saw Dwight with things like Second Life that he got into. It was that. Did that already happen? Second Life. We oh did. no 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 no. Is that still coming? Way oh, that's man. way down the road. Yeah, cool. because because uh, Angela has to break up with him. Oh yeah, that's okay. why he's doing Second Life, yeah. and then he rec- and then creates the second Second Life. But we see where the internet and online environments are still sort of relegated. They're, it's a geek joke. It is a geek joke. But we nowadays that could have been anybody, you and, know. And on a side note, um, because back over to Jim. Yeah. Back at back back in the annex. Um, he, in his, uh, uh, he's sort of he's sort of struggling with uh, his connection with Pam. We saw that the in the awkwardness describing what had been happening recently. Exactly mentioning the wedding. Exactly, it's all been it's all it's all inching towards more awkwardness between those two. He hasn't and then been able with, to connect with, with her all episode. And all episode, and, the, and he's kind of and the secret, and he sees such good interaction with Pam and Roy. Yeah, and so at the same time, he's on the phone. Uh, and a call back to the Booze Cruise episode with exactly. Miss Brenda. Yeah. And he mentions the fact that he sent her an email. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, you know, and nowadays, in today's day and age, that would have just been an awkward Facebook friend yep. request or exactly. something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and a, and a non-reply. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. And, and a red at 2.56 p.m. Yes, and know. a block, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Red, perhaps a block, you creep. But yeah. It's... Why do you ask a girl out on Facebook, or the phone for that matter? Well, and Kelly calling him out on that, and, oh, and even yeah. more development. And Kelly really shines this episode. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah, she really does. We're just getting to know her, and, and, and Mindy nails it the whole damn episode. I'll she say it does. again. does, yeah, know? yeah, she's, she's on, she's on. Uh, from the get go, yeah, and it really like it does advance her character nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we know that she's a chatterbox. Yep, yeah, know that she's annoying as hell, flirty and romantic, Flirty-y, maybe you know, a little bit kinky, kinky or, or not, but kinky, promiscuous, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, she's not maybe a slut. kinky too. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> good God knows. Had <laughs> been some reason Ryan kept coming back, right? I will say, and, and you and I are both members of some fa- of some office Facebook groups, and uh, we we get to see yeah. a little bit of the uh, what fans are talking about. Yeah, uh, someone shared a post from. BJ Novak recently on Twitter, yeah. and it was uh, he's like the, when I met Mindy Kaling, she lived in an apartment on this street in New York, mm-hmm. and then he shows the bus bench and bus bench ad, oh. and the bus bench ad in front of her old building shows her in one of the Wrinkle in Time ads, 
and he's like, I just want to say congratulations. You've come so far. You're gonna oh, keep going. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's such a and people shared it because there's these people that are like, oh, BJ and yeah, Mindy BJ forever. And Mindy. Right, yeah, right, they, they right. want them to be exactly. You know, yeah. I think I saw a picture of them like together. Were they at the Oscars together? I think so. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they were both there. Recent. Yeah, and everybody loves to share those kinds of pictures with the uh, you know like like. Rain Wilson and Jenna Fisher together. Or, or you mean uh, Angela Kinsey? And Angela Kinsey, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's 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 different. Oh, oh, ones. But, oh when they yeah. hang out, Jenna. Yeah, Fisher, when they hang yeah, out, like, yeah. oh, I ran into Dwight, ran into Dwight today, you mm-hmm. know, and and that's cool that that a, a number they, of the cast members are still friendly. Yes, they are still you know? friendly. I, I never see John Krasinski in anything. No, he's busy. He, he's busy. Is he, he the biggest star coming out of that? Ed Helms is doing well. Seems like it. He has Steve, had the most. He's had the most. I would say higher profile. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, like Rain Wilson's had work, steady work. Sure, he's done done some good comedic projects. John yeah. Krasinski, though, I love the fact that like they like threw a beard on him, and now he's like a sex symbol. Yeah, they, they really yeah, just they like threw no, a beard you... and, a, and an eight pack on him, and exactly, now he's like yeah. it looks like he could be an ultimate fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he really does in some shots. <laughs> there's the one, there's the one meme where you see him and um, David Denman, right? They were in the same movie together, like, and they're both, I think they're both like special forces. Yeah, uh, and they're saying like. This is what if Pam got. This is if Pam got kidnapped and Jim and Roy have to work together or something. Exactly, get her back, get her back <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something like that. I don't know what movie that is. I gotta look that up. I, I do too, know. but it's um, yeah. He, I would say Krasinski definitely seems like he's he's gone for the bigger movies. He's gone he's, for the blockbusters. He's married to another um, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, yeah. another movie star. Which I think I just saw she's about to be in Mary Poppins, so that could be cool. There you go. So yeah, uh, Over a... at my other podcast, Opinions Like A-Holes, please tune in. Yes. With our good friend Michael Zampino. There is no email for that one. No. Oh, actually, there? that one really does exist. No, that... OLAPodcast at gmail.com. That is a real email address. Send us an email. My God. Tell us what you think of the show. Yeah. Talk about Emily Blunt if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> we, did, we did not watch the new trailer this week, so I can't tell you anything about Maybe that. next time. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe next time. But uh, and then, but back to Jim and Pam, yeah. of course, after the whole episode where he's not been able to connect with her, yes. he checks his voicemail, yes. and she has been thinking about him all day, all day. long. All day. It's very sweet. If a little cute bit, messages, if, playful. If, it's so cute and playful. It, it would almost... You get seven messages from any other girl, you might think it's kind of obsessive and creepy. No. For him, it's like it's the it's the heavenly end to an episode that's been hell all the way through. Exactly, and as he's as you know, they play them for us or little bits and pieces they as do. we see him getting in the elevator I, with the smile on his face. I love the montage. I love the way they do that in these in these kinds of moments. Yeah. In the show, um, they kind of have the voiceover with Michael in the last one. With last one, we're going in the elevator. Yeah. You exactly. know, there's there's little there's little examples here and there, but this one is particularly done very well. And the last, and the last, and the very last words of this episode are just speak that work on so many levels because mm. boy, do they need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> exactly. We need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and she's calling him from her cell phone. And I think even back no. then, that would have been, oh, yeah. that was Shout even a home. bigger deal, I think, back then. Like, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. But the fact she took the time, she's like, oh, I got to tell him this. Which oh, is- I got to do this. It's those little things that you yeah. can tell, like she does really like him. She, yes, yeah, and and, but they have their own little. I love and and I love those messages in and of themselves too, because they are, they're very human, and they're not they're not just making up random things. Yeah, they they have their own little inside joke about the pebble in the shoe. Oh, they, I know. You know, they have her trying to pretend like she's working pretend so she doesn't like have, to t- have to talk to Michael. Uh-huh. You know, they both apparently like to play Sudoku. Yeah. No yeah. shit. And that little bragging, that playfulness. Yeah. I mean, in, Suck it, Halford. In those few messages, clips that we hear, 
you get so many sides of their friendship right you do. now. Yeah, and it just it's really ampl- cute. It's really <laughs> it's so damn cute. <laughs> they they just reel you in that much more, and it's so good. Well, and, and it's so human. Again, it's so human, and it's so well done. You got to think about fans watching yeah. this for the first time at week to week or whatever it was, and thinking, "Oh, is this the episode where something's going to happen? What's going to happen this week?" Oh. Jim is now out of the office. He's in the annex all episode. Right. Oh, he, he was looking. He was going to go talk to her, but Roy's there. Right. Oh, he was looking at her, but she's looking somewhere else. Yeah. All episode, they've been fucking with you. Completely. And then at the end, there's like, oh, no, but she's been all about him this whole be, damn be time. All about it the whole day. Yeah. It's a great through, st- I mean, It's so damn thing. Cute. It's It's a great payoff in the ending. Yeah. To I mean, it's not my favorite episode. It's a good episode. Really good episode. Yeah. But it even, it, it, that, that. Inches it up just that much more, I think. Exactly. In my final uh, estimation. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things that are not, or speaking of things, but thinking of things that are absolutely not um, cute or, or, not or cute. nice to talk about. Um, yeah. At the top of that is Mr. Todd Packer. No. Oh, and <laughs> what I think is interesting about this episode is the way we've seen Todd Packer. We've yes. met Todd Packer. But we really get a reintroduction. We really do. It's almost, uh, it feels like. It's almost a little weird. It is a little weird. It's, it kind of seems a little over the top. Like, like, because I mean, and not, I don't, do we have a first season? I always forget. We had a, um, no. But we Christmas only, episode, we, for sure, we got a good dose of Packer. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, just, and, and sexual harassment. Yeah, exactly. And, but not, in, we only hear him in, the, in episode one. Yeah. In the that's first what season. It was. Yeah. But we get almost, it's like, oh, yeah, just in case you forgot about the loudmouth. You know, dickhead. Um, we get him, talking heads about him, setting him talk- up, and 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 it's sort of it, and it because we talk about Michael's past, or because they talk about Michael's past and 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 what he was like when he was a salesman. Yeah. It's a, it is sort of a natural thing. Like back then, this is what we did. Yeah, that's and, true. And you know who sat in that desk, Dwight? And, and it sets the stage for the kind of silliness that Michael tries to enact with Dwight. Because obviously, yes. I'm sure Packer was a this, fucking blight upon he, that office. He was the ringleader back then, and Michael was just doing the same thing that he used to do with Packer. Yeah. And <laughs> thank God that Packer was on the... And you know, you talk about Michael being relegated to an office. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Packer was relegated to the road. because oh, other absolutely. Th- because otherwise, someone's going to go postal they on that They were not going to keep him in an office. No. Yet. No, maybe he was just that much of it. They're like, okay, just put this guy out on the road and we'll fire him later. But and I maybe bet he, he became just the gangbusters paper salesman. Okay, we'll just yeah. keep doing that. Keep him out of the office. Win, 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 win. Well, maybe, and win, I, win, I, win. I, I'm not a salesman. I can't speak to it myself. But maybe one of the lessons of the office is that some very unorthodox personalities can be good salesmen. Sure can. Maybe so, because between Michael doing well and being Michael, and if Packer's been there that long, he's clearly not doing bad. He's not doing bad. He, he can you know when he wants to when he wants to turn on the charm and turn on the BS. You know he can do it. Yeah. Just as long as he gets a paycheck at the end of the right at the end of the day, he'll probably still be uh, as you know, he'll still be over the top and offensive, just like Michael can be. Right. You yeah. know that that little part can shine through. We'll. we'll, we'll bleed through mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know he does just enough to get that sale yeah and he, like you see that in jesus christ like later seasons seven or eight maybe like he just goes full on uh when he's oh yeah like when holly flax uh calls him out on his antics yeah and he's like oh you know i was i was really oh that's true he can be convincing he really Shit, can... when he comes with the cupcakes to apologize yes he comes with the cupcakes yeah. to apologize yeah he Which can really turn on with who knows what who but... knows what but yes the guy you know he can be deceitful and and it's really it's still it's so sad 
just seeing Michael's at the end when, when, when Packer calls and Michael puts, you know, after 18 chances, finally puts two and two together. And then spins it so well. Spins it. It's an act of love. It's an act, yes. He's just a very, he's just lonely man. Lonely you know? man. And, and then that, everything, and, and then after that, everything is cool. Yeah. These are good people. Yeah, exactly. I, I love, love these that line. People. These are good people. Because <laughs> before then, he was ready to, you know, never give a kidney to one of these office workers <laughs> no, ever let, again. let him have a monkey kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just want to be able to tell you no. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how deeply, because yes, like we were saying before, his his commitment to this family of his. Yeah. And they are a family to him. Yeah. We already know this. Well, and of course, with seven and a half more seasons or six broken. and a half more seasons, he's not going to lose that love for them. No. But this was definitely the first time he his his core idea of what this place is was truly challenged. It was very challenged, and it, this is a one side. This is a one sided relationship right now. Yeah. Nobody, but nobody's going to do what Packer did, which. You know, that was the only guy who could have gotten away with that, obviously. Exactly. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, um, I don't know. Maybe if, if, if Ryan had taken the dump in his office, maybe yeah. he might have, maybe he might have looked past it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Ryan just, he's so good looking. I know. He would have, and then he really would have been upset about throwing it out. Yeah. I love it in the end. I love in the end how, and I don't know why I hadn't noticed this before, when he is talking to Ed Truck. And right behind him is the fucking carpet. Is it? <laughs> in, in the dumpster? In the dumpster. That's perfect. And, you know, it is sort of what brings them two together. And I, that guy does such a, you know, they both had the same thing happen to them. Yeah. And so they have similar experience, definitely different philosophies on life. Um, I just wish, I kind of wish Ed Truck would have been in a few more episodes. Yeah, Shane, that we'll only hear about him again after he's gone. After his decapitation. You know, but but I'll tell you, you gotta, you gotta that, watch more 30 Rock, man. Get uh, some, get some uh, Hank Hooper in your I life. I do, I do. I, it's I just... a very huggable Ed Truck. <laughs> the huggable Ed Truck. <laughs> oh, man. Anything uh, breaking this one down you want to mention? Oh, God. Um, just a... Just an awesome episode. Another solid episode yeah. all around. Um, more character development. More. Uh, I, I really, I really. It's an interesting take on the gym. It's a different take on the Jim and Pam dynamic. Yeah. Something like something we haven't seen. Just without them being like we were saying, without them being together, there was some uncertainty there, especially obviously on Jim's part. Yeah. And then the last minute and a half are. Some of the mo- some of the best moments you have from from that relationship. That setup, they set it up in the talking head in the beginning, where he re- restates all the reasons why they won't end up together. She's getting married in the spring. In the spring. On, she's on Poconos with her boyfriend. Yep. And then through the episode, we unfortunately have to deal with them not even getting to spend time together now. Right. Not now. And then no. finally we get that payoff at the end where we know that she was still thinking about him. Exactly. While and he was off trying to get a date with Brenda. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> I, the, 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 Everything was setting cur. up against it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, so. the, it was a nice little spin there at the end. Yeah. And Michael with his great talking heads, Ed Truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that puts it to the A for me. Yeah. Love it. Love I absolutely episode. agree. Love uh, the episode. Great stuff. Tons yeah. of great character moments. The little moments with Ryan, with yeah, Oscar. Ryan, yeah. Even Creed when Michael's goofing off oh, and the why'd you hit me? Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. hit me. <laughs> Just such a oh. fun Creed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ch- the Charlie horse. And yeah. Uh, yeah, all of Michael's little like it really that was the other sort of social the change in society if, uh, if I'm you mean social uh, 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 social psychologist here for a second but sure. the, the changes in you, that's another thing you to see the changes in office dynamics from say the early 90s yeah. to what it became in the mid 2000s oh yeah and what michael came from and what he was accustomed to 
in daily interactions. Oh, like the way he celebrated the sale, and they, you the could sale. tell that wasn't the way yeah. they do that it's anymore. Not really, no, it's not exactly 1992 anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, wait, was that this episode? No, no, was that, that, that's, that's a, he dances in this one, but there's another one later on. Uh, I don't remember how he's back on the sales floor, but uh, Ed Helms makes a comment to him about that, about yeah. about his grandstanding. Right, exactly. But yeah, but and that's cool too. Like, I mean, yeah. they they touch on this again, and there is. I've always really complimented the show on the thoroughness of flow throughout the seasons. Yes. For ninety percent of this show, they really keep things consistent. You know mm-hmm. what to expect. They really build. A, a, a thorough line of how these characters are, how they act, how they interact. And right. That's that's, a, that's that's not easy to do. It is. It isn't. And, and we, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Oh no, I would say I, one more time. I'd be. I, I keep forgetting the the great Creed moments. And yeah. Um, one of the top ten or top five is his. The you know while the rest of the office is recoiling, he just thinks someone's making soup. Oh, I know. When he walks in, oh yeah, who's making soup? And Michael's stare at him. Yeah, like he's not even looking at a person anymore. More like a monster. <laughs> is 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 priceless. And then I always love it when and Michael when Michael and Creed interact. Yeah, that's always a winner. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Michael actually knows what the the real uh, meaning of of talking about something literally means, which I think is actually. It's almost breaking character for him because I don't know if he has that. I don't know if he has those smarts, mm-hmm. but you know, of course, he's afraid of something more, um, something more than turning into Ed Truck. Yeah, you know, being buried, buried alive would be worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then his last, like, why am I even talking to you? <laughs> exactly. Oh, just and, so and, many great moments. And speaking of, uh, you mentioned Creed. Speaking of Creed, of course, if you're uh, one of our friends and fans here in the Tulsa area, I do want to oh, mention that Creed news. Bratton himself will be coming to Tulsa. Coming to, of all places. June 6th, he's going to be playing at a local venue here in town called The Vanguard. It's a great spot to see a show anyway. Yeah. He's going to be bringing some live music. Awesome. Um, if you've uh, not listened to The Grassroots, check him out. If you've not listened yes. to Creed Solo, check him out. Check it out. Of course, uh, his great song, um, uh, was, was it uh, All... Uh, all- all the oh, all my friends. All my, yeah, yes. I think I think that's right. It's it's really it's just was, a catchy, sweet. Yeah, it's a sweet, uh, yeah. reminiscent song. Just the think, last song in the in, 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 the, the, in the finale. Yeah, exactly. yeah. All the friends. Great track. Like that. Yeah, all the friends. I think that's it. I think yeah. that is. And it's uh, but but seriously, the 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 um. He may even play the office uh, theme. That's which is a fun one. If you haven't seen that on YouTube, yes. we've talked about that. Definitely YouTube that one if you can. But yeah, check out the Vanguard on, yeah, on and, Facebook, and there'll there'll be a link somewhere along there to to grab some tickets. Grab, grab that. Go see yeah. the show. So, uh, have, have a great time. Brian and I will be there. We'll uh, be there. We'd love to see you. And, uh, and of course, we're uh, we're going to be hounding Creed and see if he won't give us a few moments of his time. If, well, hopefully, we we'll get some Creed love for the quad the quad P. The, exactly. I, 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 I just one minute, thirty seconds. That would be that would be yeah. amazing. What's that? Got any trivia this week? Oh, trivia! Yes, yes, I do. I have one trivia question. Just one. Okay. Just one. It's good. This is when we we pretty much did our final thoughts. So I think we'll go out on. Yeah. This. Just just so so. Um, Hypothetically. Hypothetically. This is a hypothetical. Okay, ready. If you had a boss like Michael, Ooh. would you Uh-oh. consider in a million years do, delivering a package no. like no. the one that Todd Packer did? I, and and if you wouldn't, what do you think the worst thing you would do to them? I, I, yeah. I have this answer. <laughs> I have this answer because I, I, I've considered this. I've never done it. 
and I, I, I probably would never do it. As, like, luckily, right now, I'm proud to say I have an amazing job that I love. I, I will, uh, yes, and I will uh, echo those sentiments. You as myself. well. Yes. You're, you're happy where you're I'm at happy, right now. I'm very happy where I am. But you and, and me both I work with. have had jobs where we weren't happy. This is true. So when I was dealing with those jobs, I came up with what I think is the best quitting plan, mm. the most evil thing in the world, and. I would never do what Todd Packer did simply because that crosses a line where you're dealing with bodily functions, and that's yeah, gross. That's yeah. No one should have to deal with that stuff in an age where we don't have to. That's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Jim hit it on the head. Not okay. <laughs> Not, Not okay. okay. Yeah, so many levels. No one. No, I've never had a boss bad enough that I would do that. I've had a couple of bad bosses, but no one deserves that. No. That's that's fucked no, up. No, that's that's foul. <laughs> Yeah. As they would say in my homeland. But here's what I think is the absolute best way to quit a job. So please, if you're, if you're struggling in a job you absolutely hate and you're about to quit and you know you will be able to walk out and never go back, here's what I think you got to do. Here's the plan. <laughs> you go to the think? store and you buy about a pound and a half of ground beef. Okay. And you open it up. It comes on that little tray, yeah. little black tray yep. or whatever. The, the, yep. the, uh, the foam. Ground beef, yeah, the uh, foam. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. You take the plastic off, okay. and you find a spot in the office where no one goes, oh, ever, and you just tuck now. that in there, oh. somewhere where, they, where it can sit and just get gross, Yes, and then you just leave, and, and you never come back. And you know that a couple weeks down the road, long enough that maybe someone else has been fired or quit, it, it couldn't necessarily be you, no one knows, yeah. but that is going to get into a bad place. <sighs> There's going to be some rot. There's going to be some odors. Yes. And that I think that is hands down the cruelest thing you could do to that's, somebody. That's 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 pretty good. That's bad. And, and who knows? Maybe even buy a like could have been bad organically. Maybe there's that's worse than a poop. Could be. Because I don't know. Rotting meat is not good. And you could attract all sorts of um, who knows. Uh, who knows? Flies to that as or well. vermin. Flies. Of some yeah. Sort? Yeah. All uh, wild animals. Yeah. Foxes. I mean, like hyenas. Like, yeah, a hyena could come out of like the out of the ceiling. Out of the ceiling. Out of nowhere. One I've day. seen cats fall from the ceiling. We have. We have. So have you, bandit. listeners. Mostly bandit. Bandit. Bandits falling from Save the ceiling. Bandit. <laughs> that's a good one. I can't wait till we get there. Well, that's a good answer, man. I uh, yes. I, I I have nothing. I no. I I. I I can't tell you what the heck I would do. I, I know I wouldn't do. I agree with you. I wouldn't do that. Well, then I guess what we're saying, um, uh, p- potential employers, is Brian Sittler is a safe bet who will never leave raw meat in your place of business. Hilton Price, on the other hand, keep him happy. You heard it here first from the from the horse's mouth. Man, great episode. <laughs> great episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching the People Persons Paper Podcast. We've been glad to have you. It was always fun as always. Yeah, glad to be here. Oh. Always glad to be here. Going to do another 100, 200 episodes, whatever it takes. As long as they let me. Get all the way to the end. I think it's, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the way to the end. You know, we don't have to talk about um, uh, anyone dumping anything else in anybody anybody's office. We're done. Again. This is it. Pooping this and office the, jokes end right, right here. End right here. Although yeah. we don't know. I mean, you know, it was it's sort, of like the, sort of like the Blair Witch. They We're pretty sure that's what it was, though. It was that. Yeah. It was that. But I like how That's they did true. that. That's the one thing. Yeah. We, um, they only show you just the amount of, just a certain amount of poo. Yeah. You never quite know. Never it could be Kevin's know. chili based on what could we be, saw briefly. It could have been. It could have been. Wow. That's a nice little callback. Yeah. yeah. Call forward. But, uh, call forward. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But good times. Uh, All right. It. Loved it. Do it again next week. Oh, yeah. And we're so glad you guys came along on this journey with us. Uh, We will see you next week. Uh, Thanks again for listening. On behalf of my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price. And next week, we're ordering pizza. But will everyone eat it? Mm. Channel 4 and a half. 
plugged in and ready to go. This is Hilton and the Brian Show. Woo! Living in a material world. Material. Dundapedia. 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 Now. Learning about the office. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of how the song goes. Dundapedia. Dundapedia.